welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine and coach in life, you know, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman. And I am excited to be presenting you today with a twofer. That's right. I've got two female physicians on the line and we're international this week. That's right. Canadians from the North. I'm so excited that they found me here. I'm talking with Dr. Beth Peterson and Dr. Deborah Wurtzfeld. They are amazing. They're here talking about what they are doing in the world of confidence, and how this all sprung up together. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, my friends and colleagues. Doctors Beth Peterson and Deborah Wurtzfield. It's so great to have you guys with me today. Thank you, Erin. We're excited to be here. Yeah, well, tell the people out in podcasting world a little bit about yourselves. So I'm Beth Peterson. I'm an orthopedic surgeon in Canada, in Edmonton, Alberta. And together with Deborah, who's a general surgeon, an oncology surgeon. We've created a company where we're working to teach women, professional women, and in particular physicians, skills of confidence to help them enhance their performance. I love it so much. Tell us a little bit about the story of how you guys got together in all of this. So we met because we are both executive coaches. And the story really starts when COVID hit. And with COVID, we started talking about what it would be like if we were not able to work as surgeons and what that transition from being away from the OR and going back to it would look like. And as we started tossing around some of the barriers that get in the way of being able to work at a performance, the level that you want, we realized that confidence is a skill that many people think is innate, but is not always just learned as part of your training. So we started talking about ways where we could help women improve their confidence in order to enhance their performance. I love it so much. And yeah, and that's what our word of the day is today is confidence. So talk a little bit about the process of how you've come into your own confidence skills. I would say that That has taken a lot of years. And as Beth and I have discussed this, I think it's really about recognizing those areas where you have influence and those areas that you really can move forward and act in a confident manner, regardless of whether or not you feel confident. And I think also it is really in recognizing that each of us really has those times when we lack confidence, if you will. It's actually been studied in women, professional women, women who are world leaders, and all of these women have times when they have what we might uh, call imposter syndrome, where, where they feel less confident. So it's not that we have confident people who are being successful. It's that we have people who may not feel so confident, but they're actually stepping forward every day towards success. Yeah. And talk a little bit about the combination of confidence and competence. In all of our training, we learn all the skills of competence. And by the time that we finish training, most of us are extremely competent and we've got all the skills that we need to do our job well. 
but that doesn't mean that we can always perform. And one of the things that can get in the way of performance is lacking confidence. So we created a, an equation that performance equals competence plus confidence. And we realized that while all our training focuses on the skills of confidence, very lim- little training focuses on the skills of confidence because people assume that confidence is innate, but it's not. It's something that you can learn and something that you can learn at any age and also something that waxes and wanes depending on the situation. Mm, such good points with that. And so breaking that down that equation, you know, like competence, we know that's clinical competence, that's skill-based competence, that's medical assessment and that sort of thing. But break down a little bit about what confidence is and what confidence isn't, because I think we get that wrong a little bit in culture. So I think that that's a great question, Erin. And I think that in our current culture, especially in North America, most people, most women feel that confidence is a feeling or emotion. It's something that you need to have before you even venture out to do something. And in fact, if you really look at the traditional definitions of confidence, it actually speaks to how we see it in what we're doing with women, women professionals. And that is that confidence is in your actions. It's in the networks you form. And so I think we get it wrong. You may always have fear of something. It's a natural inclination to be fearful of things that we don't know about, new things. But recognize that sometimes you just have to go forward and and take a leap. And sometimes you will still feel fearful or anxious and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you guys are coming at it from a coach perspective. So recently in in one of my coaching groups, we were doing just this, learning to leverage the tool of networking and how that can like work for you. And I think that's really interesting that you bring it up in this confidence talk that we're doing because it really does play into like, who you know, where can you gather other skills and knowledge from other folks? Yeah, absolutely. It's as Deborah and I went through and started creating our course around confidence, we talked about what gets in the way because it's easy to go on the internet and search in confidence and find some strategies to use, but it's really tough if you don't know why you can't use those strategies. And as we came up with what we call the derailers of confidence, we realized that not having a network, not being able to access people who can support you, but also who can help you create the career in the direction that you want is one of the derailers of confidence. I think that's huge too. Can you talk about other derailers that you've noticed in your clients and doing this work? So when we talk about the derailers of confidence, we break them down into six derailers of confidence. And There are those that are related to not having the appropriate mindset, meaning you don't have a growth mindset, you're afraid of failure, you don't use your failure to move forward, you think that your skills are innate rather than being able to learn fabulous things as you move along in your life. And really, we talk about things such as incorporating mindfulness, because one of the derailers is being really in a space where you're not focused on what you want. The other derailers are really around having the actions of confidence, how you can act and have habits and rituals that lead you to be more confident. 
And then really what we talked about already is those networks that you have that support you in your confidence, but also hold you accountable to move forward. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the acronyms that you guys are using because they sound super fun. So we have two acronyms. I'm going to hand it over to Deborah to talk to you about the RISE framework. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you about what we call the law of confidence. And law is an acronym for live your absolute worth. And the reason we came up with that was because we found that as we started teaching women some of these skills of confidence, it empowered them to go and ask for career changes, better compensation, find ways to have more clients or patients. And so they were actually able to recreate their job into something that they felt created the value that they wanted. And so we call that the law of confidence. As you get skills of confidence, you will live your absolute worth. And I'll hand it over to Deborah to explain the other. Thank you, Beth. So as we were working on this, one of the things that we found was that people needed a way of looking at the situation when they still had fear, even though they were being asked to act in a confident manner. And so we came up with the RISE framework, R-I-S-E, and R is for recognizing your strengths. Anytime you're in a situation where you need to act in a way that perhaps is uh, not in alignment with how you're feeling, we talk about using your strengths, bringing your strengths to the table. So really knowing what your strengths are for those situations. The other one is uh, incorporating mindfulness for the I, which talks about just because you feel that you can't act in a confident manner, you may be fearful. It doesn't mean that you can't step forward. And there's a great quote that says that between any action and the response that you have a space to think and your thoughts don't control what you do. So it's actually stepping out of those fearful or negative thoughts. The third one is setting realistic goals. Sometimes with our uh, aims that we have in either our professional or our personal lives, we actually set goals that are too high. So it's being able to set those goals, which are in alignment with what you can achieve at any particular time. And then moving forward in very small ways to get to what might be a, a very large goal in the end. And the final thing is to always be envisioning success, uh, looking at yourself in a way that says, yes, I can do this. This is the way that I operate. For example, myself as a surgeon, I might have specific goals for a particular operation that I would see as success and I can use those to actually move my team forward. So this framework we have found has been very effective in letting women uh, move forward despite their fears and anxieties around acting confident. And I would just add to this that I think this is an area that we've overlooked for a long time in women professionals. We assume that when people are competent, they will have all of the confidence they need to move forward. And I think in using that equation, we have that you really have to focus on how you are going to bring yourself forward as confidence. I think this is really something that a lot of people need to consider and it's unfortunate that we sometimes end the discussion with saying that people, women, if they're not competent, that their performance is something that we're not interested in enhancing for them. If we focus on this, their performance will escalate. And we've seen that in our, our coaching clients. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. So if there's listeners who are like, oh my God, 
I needed this yesterday. Where do they need to go to find out more about you guys and the work that you're doing? We have a website, which is www.empoweringwomenprofessionals.com. And on that website, we actually have a package or something that you can download about the derailers of confidence. So you can get a quick summary of the six derailers of confidence. And then we have a course that goes into those in much greater detail and we can help teach women and coach women around confidence skills. I love that. I'll have all that information in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. And what is you guys' like next thing that you're doing now that you've used COVID and like found the silver lining in it to come up with this course and this program around confidence? I would say, Erin, that the next thing is really to get it out to as many women as we can. We're very firm believers that uh, this is a fabulous thing for women and that women, I think, really need to think about how they can use some of these tools to develop their confidence and enhance their performance. So we're really excited to be participating in various types of podcasts like this and also various types of uh, networks where we think this can really um, move women to the next level in their performance. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on, talking about the work that you're doing in confidence and just being a fellow coach. I love having other physician coaches around because we really are better together. Absolutely. Agreed. Hey guys, I want to tell you a little bit about my free upcoming masterclass. It's all about helping you to ditch burnout and bring your badass self back. So what I'm doing is the last Sunday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we are all logging on with the theme to be happy now, rediscovering your inner badass, because I want that for you. So have you caught yourself thinking, I have to keep working, my job is too good to quit, maybe it's just me. I need another vacation. Everybody else looks fine. I shouldn't feel sad, anxious, and empty. And seriously, I am so fucking tired. If you have thought any of this, it's time to make a change, my friend, because there's so much more out there for you. And I would love, love, love to meet you in person on Zoom and talk about topics, why I think super achieving female physicians get stuck how to start regaining more clarity in your current situation and what you really want and walk away with some real tangible next steps to help yourself move forward in a life of sustainability, purpose, and joy. Because really, why stay stuck? Move out of the place of burnout, exhaustion, and despair and towards a life and work that you truly absolutely fucking love. And I think it's just so great to be able to be in an opportunity now that you can come on the podcast and learn these things, but also to do it in a live event. So what you can expect from the masterclass is community. I'm going to be there. I don't know who else will, but that's okay. We're going to meet together on Zoom. We're going to engage for an hour. We're going to talk. We're going to learn. We're going to ask questions. And you are going to get support. You're going to have an opportunity to to talk as well, to ask any questions, all from the comfort of your own home on a Sunday afternoon with the dress code that is messy hair, don't care. So come in your yoga pants, come in whatever. You're going to be great. And I am just loving having you. 
So again, not only do you get free live coaching with me, you get a little bit of homework, you get answers to some of your questions, and you get to meet other people who are in the same situation and ready to support each other. So click the link in the show notes so that you can get signed up for the free masterclass because I send you some pretty fun bomb ass emails ahead of time to make you giggle and also so you can get the Zoom link. And I can't wait to see you there. I don't know how long I'll keep these going, but they've been a lot of fun every month. And I would love, love, love to meet every single one of you. wondering what you think when you hear the word confidence. What comes to mind with me is Julie Andrews on Sound of Music. You know what I'm talking about. I have confidence in sunshine. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) When they were talking, I had so many things going through my head as I was thinking about her on the Sound of Music, but it's so true. One of the lines in that song is, I have confidence in me. And I love what Dr. Peterson and Dr. Wurzfeld were talking about as confidence is a skill, just like our competence is a skill that we hone and develop as well. With this kick of encouragement today, I am going to piggyback off of a few things that they said. One key one, huge for confidence is action and networking. OMG, right? That's like coaching in a nutshell right there when it comes to action. But I specifically want to key in on the networking piece. So many times we self-isolate. It's only me. It's a crazy idea. Nobody else is thinking about what I'm doing. But really, in order to gain confidence in what you desire, what your needs and wants are, it's so important to talk about it with other people who get it. I'm not talking about like your Aunt Frida at Thanksgiving who has no idea. I'm not talking about your friend down the street who is in a totally different industry. I'm talking about people in your network who can become your tribe of warriors who surround you and think that this is an amazing opportunity, idea, all of those things, and they get it. Man, that is a huge confidence boost. And then also you can talk to people who have some knowledge base in what you're thinking about. Maybe they've done it before. Maybe they're five steps ahead of you. Maybe they've done it in a different approach and have some ideas that they can bounce off of and get some feedback through. So I don't care if you love your job, if you're going to stay where you're at forever and ever, amen, you still need to develop your network. And I'm calling it the tribe of warriors the people who you can call at any second, who will come to battle with you, who will help stitch up your wounds, who will make sure that you are safe and healthy, and you would do the exact same for them. Sometimes that place can look like professional networks, as be it on LinkedIn or getting into some formal networking groups, joining the local chamber of commerce or or something like that, if you're thinking on a professional level. For me, some entrepreneurial groups have been very fundamental as I've been doing different things. You guys know this. I am in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. There's like 12,000 people in my county. When I say that I am a life coach and I primarily do virtual consultation, people are like, what are the words are you even saying right now? So it's so important with me in my business that I surround myself with people who get it. And not only that, your tribe of warriors, they need to be better than you. 
Because if you're the best one in the group, how are you going to excel? How are you going to make yourself better? Like, let's be perfectly honest. We are a competitive group. We need that edge of someone else who can just push us just a little bit further. And so finding those types of groups are so important. So that's on the personal professional level. We also need that on our personal level. You know, who are the friends that are talking about where they want to be in the next five years? And you're like, oh my God, that is amazing. Or is your group of friends just get together and have wine o'clock and literally just wine around the clock? I think it's really important. And I forget which book that I read it in forever ago, but it's like your future will be determined by the five people that you surround yourself the most with. Think about that. Who is in your space, in your time? Who is in your tribe that maybe are whiners and not warriors? So think about that. Think about how you can develop your confidence more. And of course, go check out their website and the great work that they're doing. I just want to encourage you, look how far you have come. Mm, So, so good. I want to help push you even more. Join my tribe of warriors. I'd love to have you anytime, any day, my friend. And of course, don't forget, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.